Bruno gets an assist for kicking the air with incredible finesse. Welcome back listeners and today we'll be discussing the game week 38 fixtures, what players we fancy doing well in a one-off game week and we'll go through those fixtures as well to see which players are going to explode in traditional game week 38 style and of course we're about to announce our new co-host. It's episode 216 of the FPL Surgery podcast. And as mentioned, we have one game week left, but it's the most exciting game week of the season. Ten games all at once this Sunday. If you've got your chips left, play them. If you've got your transfers left, use them. And if you're chasing a mini league, do whatever you need to do. And Josh, this is your last chance. Are you still leaving? I am, mate. I am. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's good. Or this would have been awkward. It would have been awkward, yeah. It would have been wasting the... uh... The new co-host time, but yeah, no, it's, it's um, you know, a bit emotional doing the doing the schedule today. But we've still got uh, Monday's finale pod, which I'm looking forward to. And we've got a we've got a few guests on for that, so I think there's about there's about five or six of us. So that's going to be a, a good a good a good last hurrah. Yeah, I'll no. definitely be on next season, of course. So um, yeah, it's not the last one ever. It's just the last one as a, a last normal pod as a co-host. No, exactly. And it, I think this pod today is going to be it's going to be a lot of fun because I mean it's hard to pick players just for one game week, isn't it? So just got to go with some gut, but also we will try and back it up with stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Go for it. Don't hold back. Yeah. So it's time. So this week's guest. I don't know how to introduce this so it's dramatic. So maybe we just get on with it. He's been on this season, so it's a he. He's Canadian, allegedly, and he's also from Scotland, with his highest rank being 4,665. So please welcome to the podcast, dot, dot, dot. Rebecca Vardy. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't know if I I was supposed to be coming in there. Yeah, no. Hello, my name's Dave. I'm going to yeah. be talking to you guys all next season. <laughs> I didn't I didn't brief you on how I was going to introduce you. I just no, thought, you didn't. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's not what I do. I'm not very organised, but, but I'm sure people recognise you, Dave. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be fun. I'm, I, to be fair, though, I was really sad to hear that Josh was leaving when you guys contacted me. Um, that sucks. And then when you asked him just there, is, are you sure he's leaving? It was really hard not to laugh because everyone knows uh, who, are you, who you are based on your laugh. I wasn't going to give it away too early. But yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. You showed incredible restraint by not laughing. I did think the second I said it, you were were going to start laughing. (laughs) I was going to laugh. I I turned my mic off. (laughs) (laughs) But are you you excited? I'm very excited. I'm ready to go. I've got ideas. It's going to be really fun. But the the main thing is, is that, Josh, you've done so well this season. And I think this is going to be the last time I ever listen to an episode before actually working on them. Um, and I'm gonna miss you, buddy. You've been amazing. Oh, thanks. Cheers, mate. Well, it was been it was great having you on earlier in the season, and um, yeah, we, you know, we all had a good chat and a discussion, and thought, Dave, he's a good guy. He's good for the pod. He'll be great. And here you are. So um, yeah, better better not cock it up. <laughs> I hope I was the first person you thought of. You were. Oh yeah, no you nineteen. Were, and, I, and I'm and I'm so uh, I'm so pleased it's not Rebecca Vardy because that would just be. <laughs> bloody weird i mean she's annoying enough on gogglebox celebrity gogglebox let alone coming on a bloody fbl podcast um but no mate I, you know in all honesty jokes aside i think um yeah i think you know wish you guys 
absolutely the best of luck for next season. I think you're going to be a really great combo. You're way funnier than me, Dave, to be honest. You've How got, do you respond to someone who says that? I don't know what got, this You've got a much better podcast <laughs> voice as well. I'm, I've got a sort of really sort of, you know, droning tone. Yeah, or you can crack some jokes every once in a while. I've, I've or, had some uh, good what, giggles what, at your or, expense. Or Rylan. <laughs> Rylan, wasn't it? Someone called me at the start of the season. <laughs> I, like Rylan. I don't know what that was about. But yeah, you know, a good a good Scottish accent, mate. It sounds a lot better. And um, so no, I wish, you, I wish you both the best of luck. I think it's going to be a really, really great success. And I look forward to joining you as well next season. It's a bit awkward for me, this, because it feels like I've walked into walked into a bar with my new girlfriend and then my ex is sat there and it's just, yeah, it's a bit like that. that kind I'm of not bitter, though, mate. I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not you know we've I've, I've, I've decided to uh to move on and, and by the sounds of things I'll be coming up back for uh you know hopefully a few one night stands next season look forward to it <laughs> well yeah some... you can't get annoyed at uh, him because you were the one that dumped him so <laughs> yeah see, I, 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 see, that's the great thing now I don't have I don't have the uh you know all the issues that come with a you know a full-time relationship but I get the um, the one night stands, you know, so <laughs> no, no, uh, no issues. Well, what we kind were... of issues are we talking about here, by the way, before I jump yeah. into anything? <laughs> no, I'm joking. is an absolute top bloke. We've had a, we've had a great combo this season, and as we spoke about last week, it's just uh, we found a really really good groove. And I know that you you guys have got some big plans for next season, and um, and uh, you know I think that that you're you're going to be really key to that, Dave. Um, something that Dave will do that you wouldn't do Josh is Editors Tap London on the 24th of July um, so we've got that meet up us who got the assist and Planet FPL we're meeting up in the pub in London Covid pending of course at the Editors Tap like I said 24th of July I, I believe you're coming anyway Dave I know it's a long way from Scotland yeah yeah I'll, I'll head down um, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to walk it so it'll be alright <laughs> it's a long way but that's a fair fair effort I mean I, I remember you were at the hub uh, hub meet up weren't you uh, that was about yeah. 2000 2019 it must have been yeah, he's, su- been a while, surpri- he's surprisingly tall dave like, that was the thing i i thought when i met him i thought he'd be very short i don't know why <laughs> everyone says that it's such a weird thing to find out about yourself that people who only see you on streams think you're small because everyone yeah. else in the world thinks i'm really tall <laughs> you don't look particularly tall when we do our sort of pre-pod chat on cameras i mean you've obviously got ginormous legs it's a ginormous chair, is what it is. The chair ah, is just really big. I see. I see. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm currently tentative for the 24th of July, but very unlikely to come. I've. I've got um family family day out, uh, not just with the missus and the little one, but with uh yeah with, with my wife's family. So I probably wouldn't go down the best, but I'm sure I'll have a great day, and I will be at FF Fest on friday the 13th isn't it of august so that should be fun is it really i might just stay in london it's it'll be quicker it'll be quicker than coming all the way down twice <laughs> yeah you can work from home and just end up working from a hotel or something you could be almost like london's answer to alan partridge <laughs> travel lodge for uh you know a couple of weeks that'd be good i'll pod myself i'll just I, I just let everyone know in scotland how london really is <laughs> expensive it's great to have you on board dave obviously we're going to miss you josh and everyone come to london on the 24th of july i'm really looking forward to that so your game week dave how how, how's the game week just gone uh it was okay i didn't really go up i didn't really go down um i've been kind of floundering around the 
10 to 20k mark and then a couple of weeks back I decided not to go with Salah and instead try my luck with Mane and that really didn't pan out so I think I'm right now currently about 26 or 28k something like that um, which is still like a really good rank but I was hoping to kind of push up but now it's a little bit of a pipe dream getting in the top 10k um, as far as uh, the actual week went, um, Leno lost his clean sheet. I benched Iheanacho. Uh, I captained Salah over Mane for the first time in ages. And uh, yeah, everyone else did poorly except for Phillips, who got like 50% of my entire score. <laughs> yeah. And, so, yeah. And you, you sold Bale over Mares, didn't you, after a lot of yeah. thought? Yeah. That, that went well. Yeah, it was a decent transfer, but then I brought in Salah, and I could have brought in, you know, someone a lot cheaper that would have done a bit better, like Ben Rama or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you wouldn't that. be, you wouldn't be bulls enough to do Ben Rama, like. Uh, <laughs> what, what were your moves, um, Dave? I, I took a hit, so I brought in Rafina and Salah for Jota and Bale. Um, Jota was injured, and I figured Bale doesn't yeah. start things three days after just playing. Um, so yeah, and I was really, really worried about Salah versus. For that, he? No, of course not. He's only on loan for goodness' sake. But he, um, yeah. So Salah was going to be playing against a Burnley team who didn't have their goalkeeper. Like I, I can't see a world in which he would blank. So yeah, I brought him in. Really scared. FOMO'd out my nut and uh, <laughs> bloody blanked. <laughs> what, what's the what's the aim now then? Uh, not to go into the top thirty. I feel like like no more red arrows would be good. I'm fine with a top 30k. I mean, like, I'm gonna captain Manny, um, potentially. You know, what I mean, like, I'll, 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 I'll still keep trying, but as long as I stay where I am or better, I'll be happy. Potentially, or does that mean you're gonna? Well, I haven't decided 100% yet, but it's sitting on Manny at the po- at, as of right now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think he's gonna be quite popular this week, and I'm sure we'll uh, chat more about him in a bit. Yeah, I'm sure we cover cover Liverpool quite a bit. Josh, again, you've had a really good game week. Yeah, I'm pretty really happy with it. Uh, 60, um, really good game week rank of 704k. Um, I rolled actually in the end. I was all set to to lose Jota, um, and then there was the potential small chance that he might play this weekend, and I wasn't 100% sure on. A replacement really so I ended up bringing Rudiger off the bench and it, it worked out well he scored obviously should have really got a 15 pointer if we hadn't given away such a stupid goal so yeah really really happy so rolled so I got two transfers for game week 38 captain Salah after much deliberation over to go him or Kane I went purely based on the goalkeeper and um yeah he's still blank but so did Kane um so no no really happy and uh it's I think well, I'm pretty, I'm 99.9% sure it's led to me uh, winning the Content Providers Champions League. So, um, pretty happy with that. So, if anyone's not doing anything on Saturday afternoon, I've uh, got an open top bus tour going around my local <laughs> uh, local town of Byfleet to uh, celebrate. They've The council have called in the roads off all around Byfleet for the day. So, I'll be parading the trophy on my own with no one else in the bus. Um, are, you, you are, you actually, are you actually yeah yeah the council of the council have done it they they saw it as a big win no one in Barfleet's ever won the champions league before so um you know the chelsea training grounds just down the road but we don't have many um many people living in Byfleet who play for chelsea they live in the uh the uh upper posher areas so um just me in this village who's won the champions league well done, so right. yeah well done. fancy that on saturday in your, uh, 
for a free day, then yeah. And um, just obviously, because we're at the end of the season now, Josh, what's what's your current rank and what, what are you aiming for? Current rank's 45k. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a good season. It's one of those where I look at it and go, what could have been? Because I had a bit of a bad start. I went a bit aggressively at it. Uh, Wildcard in game week two. I took a minus eight in game week three. Um, threw everything at it and um, yeah, got off to an awful start. And then it was basically right. I think things from about game week ten started to go well. Um, and then yeah, so I'm from 45k, so I, I'm happy. But you know, everyone is always aiming for more in this game, aren't they? So what's my aim? I mean, it's one of those ranks really where I'm never going to reach 10, top 10k when, when I'm 45k. Maybe so, your maybe your aim then should be to overtake Dave or vice versa. Well, well that'd be good if you could do that's a 20k jump still though, right? That's that would be an amazing game week. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but me, then I could have a rubbish game week and we could meet in the middle around 35k. Me and Dave are already fighting over you, Rich. We don't want to be fighting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to cause a bit of a triangle. Yeah, yeah the last Yeah. <laughs> Elmo's supposed to be friendly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I, in all fairness, though, like it's like right now, I just, you know, I'm just going to make the right decisions, in my opinion, and, and have hopefully have a great game at 38 and get another green arrow, whether I finish. 43 38 or 35 it's not really making a difference is it really i've not unfortunately got any you know major mini league success so um yeah it is what it is it's a it's it's a good season but like i say it's not it's not anything to to write home about tell the grandchildren no. about one day i mean after your after your awful start because you were, you were down there with me it's it's a very very respectable finish I'd, I'd kill to be there um so moving on to me so i'm now up to 819k after getting 52 points this week the transfer i did sigurdsson to ben rama and captain ben rama uh, who got <laughs> stripped of his stripped of his bonus points but yeah i'm quite happy with that i didn't have any goals in my team so out of the attackers you know ben rama was my second best attacker after lingard and he was 0.1 percent ownership effective ownership so i thought it was worth a bit of a punt because my original plan was to captain bale and obviously, I appreciate that Mason was very honest that Bale might not start, so that moved me off of that. And I was in a bit, I was a bit angry about it to be honest. So I just did Sigurdsson to Ben Rama as my transfer, and now I've only got one transfer this week. But you know, I, just, I think I just had to live a little because I'm, I'm not playing for anything. So <laughs> it made me smile when he got the assist, especially as I was on the FPL merch stream with you, Dave, and. I thought Lingard had got the assist, and it turns out it was Ben Rama. Yeah, the anyway. commentator messed it up, didn't he? Yeah, uh, I saw on the on I was watching the the highlights on Sky on the uh, on the app and it said uh, and he, he called Ben Rama Lingard so yeah, poor. No, I I, I love him as a player so I just oh I, he's great I, isn't I, it? yeah. You yeah, like, see all fart and no poo last week. No, but he's great in terms of potential. <laughs> he's the worst. He is all fart and no poo. He is all fart and no poo. He he pooed out an assist and woohoo, you know. But it's um he's, he's not he's not. At the moment, he's a player that is showing potential that he could be quite explosive. Whether that is with—is he still on loan, or have they got—they've struck a I deal? I think it's like a forty million pounds loan. Yeah, it's one of those weird ones where I think they—I think they might have to. I need to look into that more, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Transfers are weird nowadays. So he's on loan. Yeah. But I think there's a forty million pound fee agreed as well. 
I think he could be, yeah, very explosive in the future. And he's clearly got a lot of talent, but I just don't know, like I said on the last pod, if he's David Moyes type player. And therefore, I think he could always be, you know, have that issue, really. He is typically a quite a defensive minded manager and players like Ben Rama, who lose the ball a bit and stuff because they're, you know, all sorts of tricks up their sleeve. Sometimes that's not quite to his liking. Uh, it, yeah, but, but I mean, for me, there it was West Brom, and I guess oh, if yes. I if, if I didn't if I was willing to sell Calvert Lewin, which I wasn't, I'd have probably gone for Antonio and captained him instead. I just really like that West Ham game against West Brom. But let's let's move on to Alan's stats, and then we can get straight into it. But over to you, Alan. Hi guys, last game week review of the season, and as we almost can see the light at the end of the tunnel, let's hope we can all come out clean at the other end, like Andy Dufresne. Let's look at some of the results this game week, and uh, despite high expectations, uh, Man United only managed 1.1 xG against already relegated Fulham in a 1-1 draw. Fulham got 0.8, so the result wasn't exactly unfair either. Notably, Cavani's shot king with an XG of 0.04. Everton put up another pretty disappointing performance for FPL managers, where neither side managed to reach 1.0 XG in their 1-0 win over Wolves. Predictable? Maybe in hindsight, yes. Biggest disappointment of the game week was perhaps Spurs, who lost 2-1 to Villa, where the XG data has it at 2.0 to 1.1 in Villa's favour. And despite a reassuring 2.8 to 0.9 in Chelsea's favour, they made things a bit difficult for themselves in their 2-1 win over Leicester. And Timo Werner still doesn't seem to be able to buy a goal. Highest XG this game week goes to West Ham, who beat West Brom 3-1 with the XG 3.2 to 1.1 in the Hammers' favour. Of course, we got a penalty there, which was missed, which increases West Ham's XG a bit. Liverpool produced the second highest XG of the game week when they beat Burnley at Turf Moor, 2.9 to 0.7. Sadly for many Salah captainers, the biggest FPL heroes here were Nat Phillips and Andy Robertson. And indeed, Salah and Mane are this week's biggest underachievers with 0.85 and 0.82 XG respectively without scoring. Biggest XG recorded this game week comes from Thomas Socek with 1.07 from 5 shots. Patrick Banford comes in second with 0.87 XG from 3 shots. Salah with his 4 shots and Gabriel Martinelli with the 1 shot both had 0.85 XG. Bruno had the most shots of the game week in total with 6 and 4 on target. He's followed by Oli Watkins and Mateus Pereira both with 6 and 3 on target. Jesse Lingard, Bertrand Traore, Sadio Mane, Andros Townsend and Andy Robertson all created four chances each. Looking at some more team stats, West Ham had the most shots of the game week with 21 and 9 on target, hence their XG. They're followed by Brighton with 19 and 6 on target, Chelsea with 17 and 6 on target, Leeds with 15 and 7 on target and Man United with 13 and 6 on target. Liverpool created the most chances of the game week with 17, hence their XG. They're followed by Aston Villa on 16, hence people's disappointment with Spurs. West Ham on 15 and Crystal Palace and Everton both come in at 12 chances created. I think we'll stop there and uh, thank you this season, guys. And back to you, Rich.
Thanks a lot, Alan. And thanks for your, all your stats throughout the whole season. Yeah, it's much appreciated. And I guess if I was Andy Dufresne, it would be some kind of deleted scene where I get stuck in the tunnel for eternity. If you want to join the FPL Surgery Patreon, please Google FPL Surgery Patreon or go to patreon.com forward slash FPL Surgery. Andy Portlock, Ron Frost and Ross from FPL Merch are pledging at the highest tier. So get an extra special mention each week. And now we go back to the headlines. Okay, so I said headlines, one headline this week. So that's the Game Week 38 fixtures. So it's do or die. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through all 10 sets sets of fixtures here. And you guys can just say whatever you want on the fixture. You know, just freestyle it. You can do a prediction. You can say players you like. Like, it doesn't really matter. So let's start with Arsenal against Brighton. So if we start with you, Dave... Mm-hmm. Um, now, Arsenal are the bookies' favourites here, but obviously Brighton have got allegedly a very a statistically very good defence. Do you have your eye on any players in this one? I don't think so. The problem that I have with Arsenal and have had with them throughout the season, I think, is that you don't know where the goals are coming from. Like, no one has been really consistent. Last year we had a Bamiyang and that was great. But this year, like, Pepe scored two goals a couple of days ago or whatever but he actually hasn't scored that many at all I think he, he just hit eight or something and that's really inconsistent you look at the other side Saka's doing well but he's getting taken out of the game 60 minutes 70 minutes um Tierney's doing well but then again are you going to make a transfer for a defender in the last game of the season and then you've got Martinelli who's been doing really well um hopefully he could get a start in front of the fans that'd be good but again like there's no one that I think I would I would be destined to get and hope for all my hopes on for an Arsenal player. The good thing about Arsenal though is that they are ninth just now and they're at 58 points, which means that they could potentially um, leapfrog Tottenham to seventh place, which would be absolutely amazing for Arsenal and their fans to get one over of their rivals. But also it means you know ninth is horrible for an Arsenal team to to finish, but you know seventh is at least like okay so you know West Ham had a great season we didn't manage to beat Leicester but other than that everyone else is is top five or whatever so yeah I think Arsenal do have a lot to play for one of the only teams that does have a lot to play for in the last game but it would just be really hard to pick who is gonna come banging the goals and you know what I mean no I do I mean like you say I mean they, you don't know who's going to score. You don't always even know who's going to play because I remember mentioning yeah, Martin, yeah. Martinelli last week, and when when it sh- and I almost brought him in. He was another consideration along with Ben Rama. Then he didn't even start, but he scored off the bench. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, they're so hard to call like that. I mean, what, what do you reckon, Josh? I'd say it's the issue is Brighton's defence, like you mentioned, is a decent defence. Therefore, are there? more attractive teams this week than Arsenal to target from an attacking perspective. I'd say the only two players that probably would come into my thinking, Tierney is back in uh, the mix at the moment, playing, mm-hmm. got got an assist against Crystal Palace. Until he, gets I think he's a, <laughs> hey? Until he gets injured again. Yeah, but he's a great player. I think he's got a high upside. He's, he's, he's one of those attacking fullbacks that... You know, nice to own, 5.2, decent price. So I'd say he's a consideration. Um, and the reason being also is that Veltman, it seems, is still out, uh, who plays right wing back. Lamptey's obviously been out for ages. So oh, yeah, they should that. be a bit weak down that side as well. Um, and then the other player that you can't not look at is is Aubameyang. Is and the reason why is I think a fair few people will be looking to get rid of Bruno this week. So 
he's an option. Again, if he plays on the left and not through the middle, again, mm-hmm. there's that weak side with Veltman and, and obviously Lamptey being out for ages. You know, it's targeting that left side. And in my opinion, when they're all fit and firing, probably I'd say Tierney and Aubameyang are two of their, they're probably their two most exciting FPL assets. See, Aubameyang would be tempting. I guess if someone's looking to chase a huge gap, I could sort of see the appeal of going for someone like Aubameyang over Mane and Captain. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Is, is, yeah. is people are selling Bruno and they're like, right, where am I putting this amount of money? Where am I going to go on a, on, a, on a premium player? I think that he is a nice alternative to to Mane or a, or a City option, for example. And and I, I don't think Brighton Home is the most attractive fixture, but with that right side issue, Dunk's back, which is a shame, but from a right side issue, I think... It, it, you know, it's you know Arsenal been scoring some goals recently, and I think um, it's definitely yeah. something that that would be considered. I wouldn't captain him or anything like that, but I think it's definitely a he's an option to consider this week. It's the first time that we've came up to Arsenal having been in good form this season, um, so I definitely want to kind of jump on the the train. But as as the train only has one stop until the end of the season, it's kind of difficult to. Like put my faith in Aubameyang after his no, but it's better that it has one stop than you know than none. Uh, yeah, covering the breadth of the country and you've got you know <laughs> sit on the train with Aubameyang for the rest of the journey and your yeah. and your meal deal that you got from you know, before you jumped on the train. Yeah. So, no, it's, so not, you, it's not. It's not. I think it's it's one of those perfect. You know, it's it's a free hit, isn't it? It's going week thirty eight. It's a free hit. So it's like. Yeah. For me, it's he's, he's definitely in the in the in the mix. And I, if I and had a free hit, I think I would jump on him probably. Yeah, just why not? As a laugh. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's not going to be a laugh. laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely. Um, I think he's definitely in the mix for me as as an option. Yeah, what do you no. think the uh, top? Th- or sorry, the front three is going to be for Arsenal then, because uh, Martinelli, I feel like he deserves to start. I mean, the, 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 it being blimey, it's like predicting their lineup at the moment is ridiculous. So hard. Predicting City, predicting Chelsea, all three of those teams at the moment, it's just absolutely ludicrous. I've no idea. Hard. Yeah, it's hard because it's in front of their fans as well. I mean, yeah, I, I'd guess Aubameyang, Saka, and Pepe, but then they got Odegaard, they got Lacazette, hmm. um, Smith Rowe. There's yeah. so many options. I couldn't even. It's, couldn't it's, even a, it's a high upside risk with I think Aubameyang. Or yeah, but Aubameyang's a little bit more. He's more nailed than he's more nailed than risking a Pepe or a Martin, yeah. isn't it? To be honest, he's but, he's captain. But more, but more expensive as well. I think but, it would actually be great if he if he started on the left and they started someone else as striker just because of the whole um, left side being a preferred attacking point for Arsenal this week. I would, yeah. I would, I would much rather they started someone else yeah. up top. And, and why not? Why not play Aubameyang yeah. and Lacazette? You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's move on from Arsenal anyway. I think we've been too kind to them. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> the next game is Aston Villa and Chelsea. So Chelsea do have something to play for, and are the bookies' favourites away from home. So Dave, I mean, are there any players you'll be looking at from maybe from the Chelsea side of things or or, or Villa if you fancy it? <laughs> I think I think just. Just based on what we're saying, Arsenal kind of is the exact same thing for Chelsea. Like, I, I don't know who's going to be starting. I don't know if I want to be spending all my money on on someone who's potentially only going to get 30 minutes. Um, 
I don't know what's happening with Havertz either, if you guys have an update. He got a late injury, didn't he? And yeah. I saw he was down at 75%. I haven't got an exact quote on it, though. Because mm. so, he'd have been one. He was another one. It sounds like I looked at all players last week. But he was another one I was <laughs> looking at last week, and I was glad I didn't because the injury was after the deadline. Um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to go have a wee look at what Ben said about about him. Um, because, like, how do they do if he's not playing? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know... If they're even worth considering, if 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 Havertz is not there, um, unless they're playing, he's not starting you know. every game though. Like, don't get me wrong, I think he is um, our most threatening player uh, yeah. when on form at the moment. Um, he's he's looked great in 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 bit in parts, but I you know he's if you look at his minutes, I mean he, he's hardly he's hardly starting every game. Yeah, and that's true. Um, for that reason, I, I I don't think it should affect us. We've got the great thing about about Chelsea this season is yes, all right, we've not been scoring truckloads of goals, and we've not been, um, you know, we've not had anyone attacking us apart from probably Mount that's really had a great season. But yeah, we're not we're not really overly reliant on anyone. You know, if 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 Havertz is out or uh, you know we've got Pulisic, we've got Zayac, we've got Hudson Odoi, we've got there's lots of options. Um, you know, up front Werner, Abraham Giroud. You know, there's 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 a great depth in the squad there. But yeah, I, your bench has been great this season for the um, first time in ages. Yeah. Yeah, but I do like I do like Havertz. I think he's going to have a very big season for us next season. I'm very interested to see what his price is for an FPL the, the, you know, before game week one next season. He's, I, yeah, I, yeah. he's, he's where I'd look. 100% he's where I'd look. He's the most attacking, uh, he's probably the most exciting attacking option and he's got a very, you know, high upside on him. But yeah, I think the injury is a question mark and if if it's a little niggle, are they going to want to risk him? Because, I mean, if I'm honest with you, is he going to start the Champions League final? I've no idea. At the moment, with that Chelsea lineup, all I can tell you is that Mount will be one of the front three. I've not got a clue who the other two players are going to be. Um, yeah. And Because it, it changes game on game. So even if he even if he was, Tuchel said, yeah, he's, he's fit, he's fine for, for the Villa game, there's nothing saying he's going to start. Because he's had a little niggle and because, I don't know, he's going to probably go with players that are different to the, the players he's going to play in the Champions League final. Yeah, I was so excited about, because obviously one of our very first pods we recorded, Josh, was with, with Dean Jones. And he yeah. said that Havertz was going to be a Ballon d'Or contender in the future. And so I, I think ever since that conversation, because obviously Dean knows his football, I, you know, I've been excited about Havertz. But for me, in this game, I think the only players I'd look at would be the defenders and the return of Grealish makes me a little bit, yeah, makes me a little bit that. nervous. Yeah, it I mean, does, doesn't it? Yeah, I, mean, I think before before the return of Grealish, I think a defender in this game where they are playing for something, despite the Champions League final, was a bit of a no-brainer. Now it's a bit like because there are some people like myself with Luca Dean, where you might not want to play him against City. So maybe people are looking at defenders. Um, I think for me, it was well on defenders. You know, everyone's going to be thinking Alonso, Chilwell. Again, it's it's flip a coin who's going to play no idea so I would say that the highest upside defender has got to be Reese James um who I'd expect to start but like you say you know he's he's going to be up against Grealish you know how much license is he going to have to bomb on that game when essentially he's their main attacking threat for Villa so I yeah I, I think all in all We've, it's, we've we've got a long way around to it, but I would probably say Chelsea <laughs> would have, are in a void this week, which they have yeah. been a lot, really. Um, yeah. 
great for the clean sheets and great defensively for a large part of the season. But yeah, the attacking assets are just, you know, yeah. well, Mount, Mount for a game week 38 you know, pick is not the most exciting. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nice player that will trickle in the points across the season, but he's not a, I don't think he's an explosive player. Um, and the rest of them are just, you just can't pinpoint he's going to start. Well, let's spend our limited time on more important matches then. So let's, let's move on to Fulham against Newcastle. Um, are, there, are there any players at all? I mean, I don't even think this needs discussing really. I think, I wouldn't be selling players in this game, like if you have to start them. I wouldn't say they're an issue, but I also wouldn't be bringing them in. Does anyone disagree? Uh, nope, I don't think so. I mean, a bunch of people went for Newcastle differentials last week, so they they're yeah. going to be happy that they own them. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to be bringing in any like Fulham attackers just for the hell of it. I think um, last week was the time for those Newcastle players if if you were going to do it. And I think there's there's better options next this week. So yeah, jo- Josh, unless you got yeah, awesome. We're all in agreement. So let's move on. This is probably an interesting <laughs> one. Leeds against West Brom. Now West Brom have been. I mean, they I, I don't know. They're getting absolutely destroyed recently. Um, yeah, their stats and, are horrendous. Yeah. Their and defensive then, yeah. stats are, are, are they're worse than Sheffield United's at the moment, which I'm surprised about because, yes, they're relegated, but under Sam Allardyce, I'd expect better. Yeah, 100%. I, I only own Rafina, and that, that game is scary for me because I don't have Dallas, I don't have Bamford. Um, I know Harrison's also been putting quite a few goals away recently, um, done really, really well when Rafina wasn't there. But now that Rafina's back, like they're back to their absolute best, and... Bamford scored yet again um, uh, this week, and he probably will again against West Brom. But it's just a, it's not a case of me being worried that they will score. It's by how many. Like if they score, if it's a four nil and Rafinha's not involved enough, then that is a red arrow for me for sure. So I'm actually considering bringing in um, Bamford for Calvert Lewin just because of the Everton fixture, and uh, and that's something that I wouldn't even have to worry about. Do you know what I mean? Like that is that is a net positive. I mean, the only, certainly. The only thing you'd have to worry about is obviously if Bamford gets subbed early, and then you get you don't get Dominic Calvert Lewin's two points. You just get Bamford's one. But I, <laughs> I, I think generally I agree. I think this fixture it almost worries me because it almost looks too good. And mm. there's been a couple of times when Leeds, Leeds have burnt us in the past, but it's at home in front of their own fans. You know, first time in the Premier League in in a while um, for those home fans. It's, it seems like a hard one to, to overlook. Um, they beat them 5 0 last time when they played them. But I think it's one you can't really overlook. And the good thing about them is that they're nailed as well. As in, we know at least nine or ten of those players. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously, the and... Meslier being dropped was. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> yeah, what happened there? I don't understand. I mean, it was good for me. I didn't have I think him, he was but just like... on it. He was just honouring a, a bit of patience from uh, Casilla. And I think there's been. The goalkeeper's situation has been absolutely nuts in FPL recently. And mm-hmm. I think I saw something on Twitter saying there was only four goalkeepers in the league that have started every game for their respective teams this season. That might be skewed because Martinez didn't sign until game week two, did he? So I'm assuming Martinez doesn't count. No, because they, they, they had blank game week one, didn't oh, they? Oh, of course. It, yeah, so it wouldn't yeah. count. Oh, yeah. So he'd have been one of the four then? He's one of the four. And okay. then I don't know who the other three are, but... Um, yeah, it's it's nuts. I mean, there's so so much so many uh, keeper issues at the moment, and it yeah. really does show that actually having two sometimes, you know, moving forward maybe is better than it used to be. 
So quick question on Leeds for you both, and then we move on because we've got other games to go through. Um, if you had to pick one Leeds player, who would your priority be? If we start with you, Dave. If, if I didn't own anyone. Just pretend you didn't own anyone. Who would your priority Leeds player be? Probably still Bamford, yeah. I would, okay. I'm i a little bit concerned about the percentage owned. Um, but even if I wasn't, Bamford's got his, his scoring boots on. He's yeah. got something to prove for the end of the season. Um, and just a, a quick fact for you. Since Rafina came back, Leeds are fifth in the league for XG and West Brom are last for XGA. <laughs> so that is that is what we're dealing with here when That's talking about this. Beautiful scenario. And with Cleek not even playing anymore, Bamford's definitely on penalties as well. So yeah, I can get yeah. that. What, what do you reckon, Josh? I think mine would be Dallas. I think he's just got the highest ceiling, really. And his ceiling's not that difficult to, to reach, you know. They get yeah. a clean sheet, he scores a goal, done. You know, or even if he gets an assist, done. You know, it's it, it, it's it's that that would be it for me. I think, you know, there's 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 plenty of options. You know, I, I'm a big you know big Leeds FPL fan, as you know. So yeah, we um, know we know we spent a lot of time on them last week, Josh. We so did. That's, that's, we we're we're, we're going to move on now. We're going <laughs> to cut that short. Leeds are good. West Brom are bad. Now this game, I think this could be the highest scoring game of the game week. It's Leicester against Tottenham. Um. I, I, re- I mean, I don't know if it would be Tottenham scoring all the goals, but I, I think, I think <laughs> Leicester, Leicester could. Um, should we start with you on this one, Dave? Have you, what are your thoughts on, on this one? I'm kind of glad I sold everyone but Kane, to be honest. They've all been rubbish um, or not starting. Um, the narrative that Kane is going to have to score, that, you know, he's, he's running for the golden boot, like that's that was all well and good. But then, you know, he just looked nothing but frustrated in the, in the game yesterday or the day before. Um, so I'm not sure what I would want to do. And also on top of that, like Leicester have stuff to play for. They they need to win this game to try and, you know, jump up because they've just been overtaken in the top four. Um, that not saying Tottenham. Spurs his hands, couldn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Because the Spurs also have something to play for. They've got they've got Arsenal to to you know, two seconds behind them and they're gonna have to try and stay in front. So a win would secure them, at least a win over their rivals. Um mm. But I, yeah, I it's going to be a hard um, game for both of them. It, I think this is a great game. I think this, this, you know, I mean, if I was, you know, if I was, if I was watching a game on Sunday, I'd obviously watch a Chelsea game, and after that, it'd be Leeds. But I do think this would be a great <laughs> watch because I think, like you say, both teams got a lot to play for. I think it'd be an open game, like Rich said. Personally, I know a lot of people are going to go Salah with the captaincy, which we'll talk about in a minute. But I do think Kane. Even though you look at it and go away to Leicester, oh, it's not a good fixture. His record against Leicester is phenomenal. And his potentially last game in a Tottenham shirt. And if Leicester are bombing forward and they know they've got a win, because let's be honest, Liverpool should beat Palace, Chelsea should beat Villa, there's going to be space, isn't there? And therefore, you know, he's also got the golden boot in sight. I think, you know normally in a normal game week in the middle of the season away to Leicester would I say he was a great captain option I'd say he was he was an okay captain option but this week I think he's actually a lot more interesting than people probably think he is 
it can mm. work it can work both ways though can't it so you're obviously saying that Tottenham could hit them on the counter but Leicester will be attacking so Le- I mean Leicester could just be scoring because Tottenham's defence has looked pretty, yeah, pretty bad in the last Kane's few weeks I guess that doesn't points. matter to Kane right no so, no but I, know, just if, mi- I could see it being a 3-2 or something easily that's and, the thing it, but yeah. it could go either way I mean you could get either team winning 3 or 4-0 or, or you could get a high scoring draw or, I mean there's so many combinations here but I don't think it's going to be 0-0 or 1-0 it's going to it's going to have goals. And I think Ian Acho, I think I actually prefer him to, to Kane this week. To Kane? Wow. I, okay. I do. Yeah. Cool. I'll have, I mean, a, I'll have a wager on, 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 on you with that after the pod, if you fancy. Uh, <laughs> I, I fancy Kane. To, I think Ian Acho is fantastic. And, he, you know, he's looked really great in the last in the recent weeks. But I fancy Kane to outscore him this week. And But I think... Um, no, I think yeah, it's it's got really really got the signs of a of a great game, and I think um, what will put people off Kane or even looking outside is that I think that Salah's effective ownership this week will be huge, and a lot of people will be thinking, do I really want to go into game week thirty eight with you know backing against Salah at home to Crystal Palace? Yeah, it's well that's a big that does... risk. That does move us on into the next game, actually. So this is another another big game, uh, FPL-wise. Well, a lot of people seem to think so anyway. So we've got Liverpool against Crystal Palace. Obviously, Liverpool, you know, they've won four games in a row. They're actually playing for something as well. So what what, what do you reckon, Dave, if we start with you? Obviously, you've just bought Salah in. So which, which let's yeah. do this differently. Which three Liverpool players would you want? Um, You know what? Just because of where I am, I think I would quite like Trent, Robbo and Mane just to go completely against everyone. Um, but yeah, Salah's, again, playing for the Golden Boot. So it's going to be really difficult to to bet against, like you said. But I really want to do it anyway, just because how boring is it to captain the highest-owned, highest-captained <laughs> player of the last week? Like, I'd rather do Ben Rama. And and yes. that was ridiculous at the time. <laughs> that, that <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. but but Manny Manny Manny's been playing extremely well, but just very frustrating in the last three game weeks. So he's had a poor season, and he knows it. There was a big, not big, but there was a little misunderstanding with him and the manager a couple of weeks back. Um, he's clearly frustrated with his game, and on top of that, like. You know, I think for whatever reason he's been passing more to Salah recently, and I don't know if that's because of the Golden Boot thing, but yeah, every like I only notice it when I bring him in that he's passing more to Salah, and it's only frustrating because I own him in FPL. But for a partnership for them to finally start clicking, yeah, um, I guess that's good. He's kind of being selfless. But normally, um, normally yeah. at this stage of the season, they would be competing for the Golden. Yeah, exactly. But, but Mane's obviously. Near had an awful season so maybe yeah. he's like well i might well i've got nothing to lose now we need to get into the champions league and if it means that salah wins the golden boot then you know it's, it's fine isn't it yeah you and know, that actually is it translates to what he's actually produced fpl wise that's two assists in two games mm. so i think if i was going to be um 100 honest with myself i think that manny is more of an assister for this game week but yeah, well, that's what Alan, Alan's stats just described, wasn't it? Alan, Alan yeah. just said that he was, he was, uh, I think he was one of the uh, biggest chances created within um, within game week thirty seven was Mane. So I, I, I think you know it's it's, a, it's an interesting one as to as to those those two at the moment. They do they do seem to be definitely passing to each other more. And I think you know Liverpool look great. They they're arguably the best team in the league on for sort of form wise and how they're attacking at the moment. I think my three would be. I mean, if I was on like a free hit, 
probably I think I'd probably go Trent, Robbo, Sarah, actually. Yeah, fair play. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what? This is first of all I was going to say, Dave, you mentioned a lot of Scottish players. You mentioned Tierney and Robertson, but I'll, I'll let you off because because uh, <laughs> I've been looking at Robertson um, as well. Um, I, I think you can't really go wrong with any of them. And I mean, there's obviously Firmino as well. They seem to have, you know, six players you could choose. And I guess yeah. it just depends on what's easy to go for, because I could get Mane in. and But that's got to be for a hit, whereas I could get Firmino or Robertson for free. Because a lot of people are going to be selling Luca Dean. So I could see Robertson, even like, let's ignore that he got two assists and a clean sheet. You know, I think it'd still be a good pick, pick regardless. I think Dean, Dean to Robertson's a great, great transfer this week. Yeah, mm. yeah, uh, it, yeah, and it's hard getting it right for a one week. You know, just it's just one week. I mean, like the variance on it's so high. It's it's not easy to get it right. But we will move on anyway. So we have got four more games left. Next one is Man City against Everton. I guess there's two questions here. There's whether we want to risk bringing bringing any Man City players in. Maybe we will if there's some kind of leak on Twitter. You know, on Sunday ahead of the deadline. <laughs> but also a lot of people have Calvert. Yeah, a lot of people have um. Calvert-Lewin and Luca Dean as well, don't they? So not quite sure what to do with them. And some people being myself. Um, <laughs> so Dave, I mean, are you looking at players from either of these sides? I'm, I'm assuming we think Man City will win. Well, Man City have nothing to play for except to rest their players. Aguero has something to play for because I think he's, is it two goals before he's the highest scorer for one club in the yeah. Premier League? I think that is correct. So I mean, Aguero has something to play for. And if it turns out that he's playing, it's going to be really difficult for me to not bring him in. Just as like, because I don't have anything to play for. He does. Kane is a bit iffy for me, to be honest. I'm still on the fence with whether he's going to go at it with Leicester or not. Um, So, yeah, how good would it be to just bring him in captain for the last game of the season? I just think of that Chelsea game where basically he should have had two goals. He had a tap in and a penalty. And the tap in, he messed up his first touch and Sterling scored. And then he missed the penalty, like oh, one know. of the worst penalties of the season. I wouldn't go there, Dave. <laughs> was you? Oh, I know, I know. I um, think I it's forcing, no. it's forcing <laughs> it to say the least. And you say you've got nothing to play for. You're in a nice position. You've got a good rank. You know, don't mess it up. Got to finish higher than Josh. Like, but my uh, body. We're not, we're, we're not competing like that, you know, Rich. If you want to keep throwing, uh, you know throwing uh, petrol at the fire but it's, I'm, not, uh, I'm just saying if imagine <laughs> imagine next season's co-host had a higher rank than the old co-host stirring, <laughs> stirring the pot um, I do own Maras to be fair so he's uh, been sitting there he was my Bruno replacement that should have been Torres um, start. I don't think yeah. Maras will start I don't think Aguero will start I think that Aguero will probably see the last 30 maybe but if that I don't know he's not been fizzy and like He's not just going to roll him out when he's not fit. Like Pep's going to, this is their last game before they play the Champions League final. And it's, I don't expect him to put out a strong team. No, but I expect yeah. him to think, well, we want to go into that with momentum. We've just, you know, we've just lost to Brighton. Do we want to go into that to, to the Champions League final off the back of two defeats? Probably not. So it's an interesting one. Does he give De Bruyne any minutes? You know, he's not any minutes much recently, is he? Mm-mm. to give him some minutes for this game and because he's going to need um you know to be a little bit more up to speed it is a week away still from well six days from the um champions league final so 
I don't know. But yeah, it, it's it's another similar situation to Arsenal and Chelsea in that, God, who knows what the team sheet's going to look like. It's such a, <laughs> it's such a lottery this week. And it's like, if you're getting rid of Bruno, are you going to put it on, are you going to go for Sterling? Probably not. He's been, no, he's been, I, I think Mane. The, the best hope here is if we get a team leak and then we can do our transfers accordingly. But I wouldn't feel awful. If I had to start Dean or I had to start Calvert-Lewin, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, Everton are away. Obviously, they just won at home. But, you know, they are better away from home. Yeah, I remember Calvert-Lewin hauled um, in against Man United uh, with, like, a, I think he got a 12-13 pointer. I was on my bench that week, yeah. yeah um, I think, personally, DCL is fine for this week. I think if you've got Luca Dean, he's he's far more of a sell than DCL. I think DCL could do well this week, especially if City don't play Diaz. I don't think they will. I think mm. they'll start with someone like Ake, Laporte, Garcia. They're all good defenders, but they're not they're not Diaz. Um, they're not John Stones. Um, <laughs> so, they're not uh, Matt Phillips. Yeah. So Phillips. yeah, I I think yeah, City would avoid Everton. Hold DCL. Sell Dean. That would be my input personally. Okay. Nice. So we'll move on to the next game. Sheffield United Burnley. I think there's only one player to talk about here and it's Chris Wood because Ashley Barnes has been caught driving allegedly. Um, I'm not talking about Rhea Brewster. Brewster. Basically, <laughs> <we're> done. Gonna... <laughs> done. has he scored? Did he score this season? No, no. No, not, no he is me a pipe. That's why he's not coming to the meetup in July. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got disinvited. Yeah. Um, no, I, I bet Rich about six weeks ago that Rian Brewster would score before the end of the season. But I didn't know that, that this I, guy... I, t- I took his money. I was like... I, I didn't know <laughs> that this guy Jebison like... existed. I didn't know about him. So it's actually yeah. been a bit of a um, bit of a bad bet on my on my behalf. So he's not, he's <laughs> not even getting started. The guy who bet that Lingard wouldn't score this season and he lost it in the last 10 minutes of the last game or something. Like, there's still time... There's yeah, still time. That's true. It could be that new moment. That new moment. He's going to get subbed in. He'll score the 90 yeah. second minute. <laughs> well, we've great. got. So I think for this one, Chris Wood's the only discussion, unless either of you disagree. No, no. Chris Wood is second uh, for XG since April 1st. There we go. I like that. I think he is the only that's discussion. Nuts. Yeah. Um, is he a captain option? I think he is. I mean, Sheffield United have looked better, yeah, but I still think, um, yeah, I do think he's a captain option if you fancy doing something yeah. different. You, I was you know. worried about him because he got subbed off early, but then with Barnes getting this, um, you know, getting in trouble, it makes him that little bit more nailed, and definitely on penalties as well. Because I think what did you, Barnes. What did you say Barnes got in trouble for? Oh, allegedly for drink driving. So I don't uh, think he's oh, really? going to play. Yeah, but it's oh. good timing for FPL managers. Obviously, awful what he's done, but. You know, for FPL managers, like Chris Wood being nailed and on penalties because Barnes takes penalties ahead of Wood. That got very close to you saying, well not done, always. Barnes, for drink driving. Always, I, I, wouldn't, okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone that far, Dave. I'm not you. <laughs> it was very close. I think, yeah, Wood, Wood, Wood's good. So he's, a, Wood, he's a great Wood, option this week. Wood I think a lot of the, the issue at the moment, though, is that apart from Calvert-Lewin, I don't think many people are selling strikers. You know, the likes of Antonio, Bamford. You know, it's, people aren't looking to sell. Cal- it's just Calvert Lewin. It I'd is, and, and or Brewster or Brewster. People like you with Brewster might have a little yeah, bit of money in the just bank. It sits on my third, third, third side of my bench, so it means I've got all my money in my team. Two more games, and then we can go for the piss break. <laughs> so we've got West Ham, Southampton. This looks like a really good fixture for West Ham it potentially. Does. Yeah, yep. yeah. So uh, again, there seems like there's a few good fixtures here that are all standing out. So. 
with West Ham. I mean, would any of them be captain options for you, Dave? If I had Antonio, I might consider it over uh, over Salah, but I don't have him, um, which is kind of sad. He's just been doing so well, although I thought he had been doing a lot better than, than he actually has. I think he's only scored, I mean, only, we say only, but is, is, he got his 10th goal, I think. It just, I feel like he's been scoring every week. Uh, maybe that's because I haven't owned him, but um, yeah, well, he's, yeah, always he's injured. been doing so. He's yeah, well, that's injured, true. One of his goals was a I think he didn't he get a penalty this season um, because he was would have hit like something in his contract or was that last season? Last season, no, last Noble season. gave okay. him a pen, yeah, because yeah, yeah. That's for, that, for that reason, I'm sure Karen Brady um, was uh, was really happy about that and <laughs> pay that bonus out. Jinky went to Noble and said like, here, I'll give you five grand if you give me the pen. No, nah, I think Noble's all right. He's probably got enough money, isn't he? Think so? I don't know. Captain right. of the club. I've never met him. No, I'm sure he's. I'm sure. I'm sure not. I'm sure all of them are fairly well off, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, no, I wouldn't captain anyone personally. I think. Uh, yes, it's a great game for West Ham, especially if uh, Romeo doesn't play against Southampton, which I think there's a chance he might. But I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench. I think I wouldn't captain, but I think that the, yeah, they're great options. I think Ben Rama's a great shout for this week. Um, and obviously Lingard has finally re- returned some more points. Antonio's probably the best pick. And I think, you know, Creswell, you can't knock as well as another option instead of Robertson. If, you, if you're if you setting Dean and you can't get to Robertson because he's yeah. a million more, then I think Creswell's a nice shout as well this week. The stats that um, Alan gave us on Suchek made me like really, like really tempted. However, I mean, I guess his goal was from what, like a centimetre? And I mean, the did goal. It, at did the... he include his own goal? No, uh, that's yeah, the, that's the thing, actually... isn't it? That's the thing. Both of the goals he scored. But yeah, both five efforts, two were down one end and three were down the other <laughs> end. <laughs> but yeah, the XG of that one from that Ben Rama set up must have been like very high like 0.8 or something probably yeah, probably even great. higher but yeah no West Ham great fixture we're going to move on to the last one so it's Wolves against Man United I guess the discussion here is, is Man United, well I guess is if he, he going to make an appearance is he and if he I was we, would you get back home in? game I think this is what they've done they've gone right let's take as long as long as we can last home game bring him on for the last 10 minutes don't go up for any headers and that would be don't, don't be go up for any headers. <laughs> you yeah. watched him play. <laughs> no, but that's that's what happened. That's why he's been out for so long. No, yeah, was, the last but... one he did didn't go so well, Rich. I don't no, know. No, that's what that's what my point <laughs> was, Rich. Um, but if someone if some if someone's had a, a skull injury, you're not going to tell them go on the pitch, no, but don't no, win no, any, no, don't no. go for any headers. No, it's no, like no, telling no. someone not to swim who's who's actually a fish, though. That's the thing. He's a <laughs> header machine. He won't be able to resist, will he? He's not. No, exactly. I know. It's uh, but no, I think I honestly think he'll get ten minutes at the end, and they're probably looking at it going right. We're at home, last game of the season. We've got nothing to play for. Let's kind of give, give him and as a run out and it'll, you know, it'll keep the fans well, happy. That, that wasn't what I meant. Uh, what I meant was, will, will Man United play Bruno? Um. <laughs> I don't see why they would, do you? No, they can't get to third, right? They've, they, they've literally got second, that's it. So yeah. the they, only thing that they can get out of this game is uh, rest again. I don't yeah. see why they would play any of them. I think that they, they will put out... All the Tellers and Chewing Zabies and mm. Daniel James and all that lot. You might, you, might, <laughs> you, you might get a Greenwood playing, maybe, because it seems to me that he's a question mark as to whether he starts in the Europa League final. But the Europa League final is on Wednesday, like, and this game's on Sunday. I just don't see why they 
by the bother person. They've also not won since that Aston Villa game. They've like they you know they drew against Fulham. They lost heavily against Liverpool and lost against Leicester. I know there was some compaction of fixtures. Is, is that a word? Compaction of fixtures? I don't think I don't it know. is now. It is, it is now. yeah. There was some compaction of fixtures. Might be a Scotland game. <laughs> yeah, Canadian word. No, but there was compacted fixtures. and so, But they've still not won a game since that Aston Villa game. So there, I think there's a chance they play some of the first-team players like Bruno. I don't think it's as crazy as some people make out. Like, Bruno's not rested often. I can only think of two games he was rested in the league this season. One of them was West Ham when he came on at half-time. I think you got an assist and got maximum bonus points. As what I normally as... try to do in these situations is put yourself in the manager's shoes. If yeah. you're Solskjaer this week, you've got the Europa League final on Wednesday and a dead rubber game away to Wolves when you've already confirmed second in the qualifier for the Champions League. Do you start Bruno? And it's Wolves. Like, it's going to be nil-nil. Well, do you know what? It's not even a home game, right? If it was I know. Home, and the fans are there, and they don't want to see. They've not come yep. to see Daniel yep. James or Alex Teller, or <laughs> Axel Chu and Zabi. They've come to see Bruno and Cavani, right, and and all yeah. the others, right. I I maybe get it a little bit more if they go. Oh, go on, we'll give Bruno the first half. They ain't playing. I can't see it. I don't That's know why. Why would you risk your best player three days before the Europa yeah. final? I'm, I'm, I'm just is nothing. I'm just playing devil's advocate, but I think there is a genuine chance that he he could play. Um, I just I just found it quite funny how you know people have been dead set that he's nailed all season. People have owned Bruno. He's been highly owned. People have said he he always plays. He always plays. He always plays. And he's been getting lucky assists and goals all season, and people don't complain. This week, less people have Bruno, and suddenly it's oh yeah, he'll probably be rested. Oh, complaining about the assisting. Well, I, I've got him. Like, and, I, I know you've got him. I'm a hundred percent selling him. Like not Are you even a hundred percent confident he doesn't play though. Like but even I'm if he does, I'm I'm a hundred percent confident he doesn't play personally, and and even if he does, there yeah, is he's zero the chance he's getting ninety minutes. Wolves away, yes, Wolves have been pretty poor recently, but they're not that bad at home. Um, especially if they play three at the back, which is so much better than when they play a back four. They are spoil yep. it when they play a back four every time. I don't know how Nuno can't see it when we all can. Um, so no, yeah, I, I'm 100% selling him. And, and and also the other thing is minor point: no one's captaining him this week, so his ownership will be probably. I reckon it'll be as low as it's been all season. I reckon it'll be about 40%. I just wanted to be on Bruno's side for once this season. It's taken 30, 38 episodes, <laughs> Rich, and I've done it. I've done it. Want, he doesn't want you. You've not been on his side for 37 games this week, and he's 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 he doesn't want you. I hope I hope he plays. I hope he scores three penalties. Why don't you bring him in? <laughs> you're so confident. <laughs> yeah, bring him in. Let's just don't. agree that if, if Could he you plays, imagine it? you barely owned him all week, all season, and you bring him in this week, stick the armband on him. <laughs> oh my god, That'd be great. Yeah, um, the, the, other, the other problem is I don't think Man United are very good. <laughs> so is there anyone that you guys would punt on then? If 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 we know that they're going to start their, you know, almost their B team, if that's what you guys are considering, is there anyone like, I've heard Rashford being mentioned a few pods. I think the, yeah, we've got the assist guys start. mentioned it. No, not, not Why interested. Would he start? No, he's, he's, he's been carrying an injury for a while. Yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, he's, he's one of the number one players who will get, who will get rested. I mean, I'd say probably the, the the punts that would come to mind for me probably be Mata, uh, Van der Beek, 
Yeah, you, you, Man United <laughs> just don't have the squad. And Tellez, Tellez. Pogba. If Bruno's if Bruno's not playing, Pogba's going to be there, right? Surely that's who he, no. who he plays. I don't know. No, he starts. He starts. He starts in the Europa League final. I, I would say it will Wait. be it will be something like Matic, Van der Beek, um, Mata, uh, Daniel James, Greenwood. That will be like their their front. You know, maybe like Diallo or. You know, one of those guys. You know, yeah. said, even Sid Martial's, um, uh, you know, looking like he could he could feature. So maybe he gets sixty minutes, and that's that's. You know, I wouldn't go for Martial straight off the back of injury, but I, I would say if you were going to go for a Man United player, my number one choice this week, who I definitely think will start, would be Tellez. There's no way Shaw plays that game with his injury record, and Tellez could be on set pieces with no Bruno and Shaw in the team, and he's a high upside. Um, you know, bomb, bombing on fullback who who's playing against Wolves who can't score for Toffee. If Man United are playing their second team, I just don't think there's any upside at all. I mean, I think if, if, yeah. well, no, I'd almost say you know we were quite rude about Fulham Newcastle and didn't talk about it. If if Man United are playing their second team, that's same, same, <laughs> we spent five same. minutes on it. <laughs> Maybe we should have just talked about Jimenez. Yeah, <laughs> I just think they don't have the squad. City, our City can rotate players, and you you can no. still be like, oh, let's get Ferran Torres, and he gets a hat trick. But if well, would you, would you chance three, any Wolves players? You wouldn't, no, would you? No, no, it's just the most uninspiring game. So, it's okay, a dead rubber. Bruno's not going to play. Should we just go for the piss break? Let's do, do it. it. So of course, the Iceman's piss break is sponsored by FPL Merch. Welcome back to FPL Merch Radio. Now, before we get to our callers, I just want to remind the listeners of our main talking point today, loser forfeits. So are you an FPL loser? Do you have any friends at the bottom of your mini league? And what is their forfeit? Let's take a call. Line one, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? All right, mate. How's it going? Well, James from Norwich, we are asking people today, are you an FPL loser? Oh, for God's sake. What? What? Uh, am I being recorded? I feel like I'm being recorded. Mm, 800k overall rank. Not looking good, James. And I also heard you recently lost your job. Dave, if you're doing the FPL merch advert, I am part of FPL merch now, and I don't remember approving anything like this. Well, since you're such a loser this season, James, we're going to offer you loads of FPL merch forfeit goodies courtesy of FPLmerch.com. We've got a tiara, wooden spoon, even a car bumper sticker that says FPL loser on board, honk to remind me, and loads more. You happy with that, James? I'm not happy with any of this. I'm telling you now, if this sees the light of day... You are very welcome. Thanks for calling. And he's going away with that FPL merch goodie bag. Remember, folks, FPL merch isn't just for the winners. It's for the losers, too. Just like James. Keep a lookout for loads of embarrassing loser forfeits on FPLmerch.com. Available from Gaming 37 onwards. Welcome back. And we're going straight into our questions. Now, the first one is from the Iceman. So one for me, please discuss the best defender to have for Game Week 38, other than the Liverpool boys. Cheers, love you both, and thank you for a great season. Perfect replacements, I chose well. So he's asking the best defender to have for Game Week 38, other than the Liverpool boys. So if we come to you first of all, Dave, Mm -hmm. who who would you look at? Well, I really like Tierney. Um, we spoke about him a bit. I think it's a perfect storm for him. Scottish again, yeah. yeah. Or McGinn if he's playing in defence, that'd be good. Um, 
Yeah, so I Tierney, I think I I was actually having a look at to see if it would be worth bringing in a Man City defender, knowing now that Cancelo can't play. Um, but yeah, Everton have just been a bit too good away from home for whatever reason, um, and they've got a good history against top teams. So uh, so it's not much of an up uh, an upside. Tell you what, though, I quite fancy something. I quite fancy Benjamin Mendy against. Shane. Yeah. That would be good, wouldn't it? But you can't confirm if he's going to start or whatever. And Walker has to now play on the right or blah, 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 blah. So it's it's going to be difficult. Um, who was the other one I was listening to? Oh, yeah, Robbo, of course. Um, everyone owns Trent. But if you have Robbo and Trent, I think that'd be class. No, I like it. Yeah, I think if there's going to be team leaks, it's going to make this a lot easier. So I'm going to wait for my transfers till Sunday and just hope we get some some kind of <laughs> some kind of team leaks. I mean, I was looking at getting Dallas still. I know I mentioned it last week, and I'm yeah. about 30 weeks behind everyone else. Um, but I think the Iceman might have Dallas. I'd, I'd assume he does anyway. Um, what, what do you reckon, Josh? I don't think he does have Dallas. I think I, I'd I think go. That might be the one then. Yeah, Tierney, Dallas, and as I mentioned earlier, Creswell. I think they would be my... Yeah, Creswell's class or, as well. Yeah, yeah Tierney does Creswell. Or, or even... Yeah, but I'd, I'd go Creswell over him just because of the set pieces. But they would be my uh, my three. And then, yeah, obviously, as, as obviously, you know, Iceman said not Liverpool, but I think I think Robertson would be the, the top pick. But those yeah. three after that. I think we're on the same page with those ones. Um, so, Jay Ross has got a question. What game do you predict to have the highest aggregate score this game week? So, I mean, like I said before, I, I think Leicester Spurs. I think I agree. But I'll, I'll say something different. I'll go Leeds-West Brom. Yeah, I think Liverpool are going to hammer Crystal Palace. I think it's going to be like 6-1 or something. Oh, wow. Really? Something <laughs> mental. Yeah. I think they're just going to absolutely smash the shit out of them. 100%. Yeah. A Hodgson's last game. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, Crystal Palace <laughs> sometimes turn up against their big teams. You know, I remember they were like City's bogey team in recent years. You never know. Like sometimes they, they they can turn up when you don't expect it. I mean, yeah. they didn't last time in the return, but did they? <laughs> no. no. Oh, no. I forgot about that one. Good point. Uh, yeah, and I think they've got historic. Like, historically, Salah and Mane have very good records against Palace as well. So, yeah, I like that shout. I guess it just it would just rely so much on Liverpool scoring because I think Benteke might be a might be a doubt. So that's what leads yeah. me to Leicester Spurs, just because I can see that being like two all three two. Something like that, but well, it doesn't beat six one, mate. I'm telling no, you. It no, six six one. <laughs> but yeah, then I might be interested in getting Mane in. Um, yeah, we, we, we will see. Um, so we've got a question on Twitter from Tom Brown. Martinelli and Alba have put up some strong ex- expected points non-penalty in the last six game weeks. I don't know why I struggle with that so much. Do you think either are worth a punt as a differential for 38? So we did mention those two earlier when we when we were talking about Arsenal. But would you would you fancy either of those, Dave? I would like Alba, I think. It would be really nice if Aubameyang was was able to, you know, finish his season strong. But it's just a lot of money. And, and I know money doesn't really matter too much at the end of the season. But I would need to take a hit to bring him in. If I was selling Bruno, um, then it would be a lot more appealing. And I know, Josh, you, you're definitely selling Bruno 100% no matter what. But So what do you think? Are you going to be... Are you tempted? I'd probably go... I'd probably start with Mane over Alba just because the fix is better. Yeah, I, I think he's an, I think he's definitely an option, and you know if for some reason you're sat there with three Liverpool and you can't get to Mane easily, I think he's definitely an interesting Bruno replacement. Martinelli, not for me, just purely because of the unpredictability of Arteta's lineup. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, I think, like you both say, it's hard to justify something like Orba over, over Mane or Son, for example. I think it's really hard. I think the only reason you'd do that is is basically the ownership. You know, if you're chasing the mini league or something, maybe then, or, you know, or, or an yeah. extreme Hail Mary kind of attempt. I don't know but, why you said Son there. I could, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself if I brought in that player and he blanked, like just to just to see the season more, off. It's, yeah, so it's, it's more to see who who I sell. I mean, I guess Bale would be the better one if you had Bale. Maybe then you'll be like, oh, shall I pay Bale? Will Bale start against Leicester? Would I yeah. rather have a Bamiang than Bale? Probably. Um, mm. but yeah, no, it's it's a tricky one that. I think it's really it's it's very punty, isn't it, Arsenal? Yeah. Um, so Romero has asked us a question on Twitter. What is the best triple up on West Ham or Leeds? Um, so he's given some examples. He said Cresswell, Antonio, Lingardinho or for Leeds, Bamford, Rafinha and Rod. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Yeah, I was trying to think who that, yeah. who that was. Who's Rod? Rodrigo. Um, Rodney yeah. Wallace. Rodrigo. <laughs> he's down as a striker, isn't he, Rodrigo? So, yeah. But if we start then with West Ham, then Dave, like which three would you want? Like who are the best three West Ham players? Um, Cresswell, Antonio, definitely. Lingard's been a bit off the form, but I mean he was always going to regress. But almost everyone has Lingard, so I think yeah, just just those three would be pretty pretty good. Um, like you said, we had some decent information earlier on about about Suchek, so that might be interesting as well. But I don't really. I'm not too bothered. I don't really want to make a West Ham transfer in the last last game. I think he must be you know on a free mean? hit. Yeah. If I mean, if he, if I was on a free hit, then yeah, I would triple up on both of them probably, um, or maybe just two West Ham and 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 leave Lingardinho out of it, especially if you're calling him Lingardinho. <laughs> See, I don't think West Ham defence has been that, that good recently, and no, but Royce Fabianski is back now, injured. isn't he? Yeah, Fabianski Fabi- and Fabianski's injured. Oh yeah, that's. A big, I, th- that's I a think good... I, I think I'd rather go for the three attackers. Like I'd go Antonio Lingard and mm. probably would be Ben Rama still, but I can understand a case for Suchek as well, just because you know he's going to get in the ninety minutes. Yeah. I think I think that's the way I'd go. Three attackers. All right, question answered. Yeah, and Leeds. Who you who would you both? I mean, I know Dave, you love Bamford. Yeah, well, be Bamford, Rafinha, and Dallas. I think I, I, I don't have enough. I wouldn't get two strikers. Um, if if he was a midfielder, then yeah, maybe Rodrigo. Um, if he was classed as a midfielder. Um, and then yeah, maybe Harrison. If I didn't want to get their defense, if I felt like, you know, they might not keep a clean sheet. Um, yeah. Harrison, Rafinha, Bamford would be a dream <laughs> for this. See, for this yeah, right? I'll, I'll definitely want. I'll definitely want Dallas myself. If I was on, if I was on a free hit, and yeah. I, I don't like the Rodrigo pick at all because I mean there's so many good strikers at the moment. I mean we mentioned Antonio if he's on free hit, we got Ian Acho as well, and I'd still fancy Kane or even like Firmino. So I wouldn't have Rodrigo anywhere near because, and also he'd have Bamford as a striker. Yeah. So you have Bamford, Ian Acho, and you've only got one spot left. Do you really want to go for him over over Kane when you've got options like Harrison who you, you could chuck in? Um, yeah. What do you reckon, Josh? Do you agree? Um, my leads, yeah, the leads three, I think it's definitely, definitely Dallas um, and Bamford. Rafinha's not looked at that sharp since he's been back, but we know what he can do. So, yeah, that would be, yeah. that, be the obvious three. Apparently, Mr. Sitter as well um, in the game of the night. Um, going back to West Ham, my three would be Creswell, 
Antonio and and Lingard. And the only reason why I go Lingard over your man Ben Rama is purely on minutes. Ben Rama will get subbed. Whereas Lingard will get ninety. And just yeah. one thing on the on the on the on the guy who asked the question, Romero, his surname's Unlove. I wonder if he's he's related to the uh, the great he, Peter he, Unlove. Tough. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. let the tweet us and let us know. Um, but yeah, um, I agree. I agree with that about Ben Rama as well. Um, I like the West Brom fixture a little more than the Southampton fixture. Um, and I think for me, I'm not really playing for much, but I think there, there are better options than Ben Rama, as, as exciting as he is. Uh, Mark's got a question. Which players are the most likely to double or triple return in game week 38? How can you claw back a 25 point de- deficit in the final game week of the season? Um, so, Dave, I mean, do you think there's many players that could double or triple return? Obviously, I'm assuming you're going to say Liverpool guys here, or <laughs> Scottish players. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have McGoldrick? <laughs> um, no, I, uh, yeah, a 25 point deficit. I, I hope you know how to draw a pentagram. You can sell your soul and, and maybe claw something back. Or are you captain someone that, that like Bale a couple of weeks back and gets a hat trick out of nowhere? Um, but then again, if we knew how to do that, then we wouldn't be sitting where we are right now in our ranks. Oh. I think the, the the worst case scenario is you captain someone that doesn't pan out, and you can say to yourself, "Well, at least I shot my shot." You know what I mean? So oh. don't don't just you know uh, you know I'll I'll try and use my dregs around my team to make up that. You're gonna have to go for a differential captain, my friend. Do you know who I'd probably go for? I've not we've not even mentioned them yet, and it's Jamie Vardy. Like, I know he's not looked, mm. good, has looked as good recently, but he's low-owned, especially after the blank. Even more people have sold him. He's on penalties. We think that's uh, going to be a high-scoring game. I wouldn't go for him. Sorry. He's out to apologise. No, not, not in a two with Ian Acho. We've seen, the, we've seen the, the role that he's been playing. He's been playing off of Ian Acho. He's been down the left. He's been the, the assister. He's been the provider. And Ian Acho has been the man in, 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 you know, in the right positions, uh, getting all the XG. Who's more like, say, Mark's asking for a player to get a double or triple return. Yeah, Harry and he wants Kane. Them to be, he wants them to be lowly owned as well, oh, though, because he's okay. got a 25-point deficit. Can you name <laughs> um, someone better yeah, than Manny. More... Probably Manny. Manny's Var- on 6% or something, Var- right? Vardy, Vardy could just get two penalties. Um, yeah, Manny's, Manny's a great shout as Vardy's well. Vardy's higher on than you think, be... by the way. I'm thinking more effective ownership, though. I'd, say, so, I'd probably say Bale in that case. Bale. I'd probably say, I would say Bale, um, I would say Rodrigo, potentially. Um, you know, he's in a bit of form, got a great fixture. My concern would be whether he gets 90 minutes. I'd say Bale, I'd say Mane, which you mentioned. You'd rather uh, have Rodrigo than, than Vardy. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's going to captain him. Yeah, I'm not Rodrigo. Okay, Bale or um, <laughs> <laughs> Bale or Mane would be my two lowly owned captains. I'd probably go Bale just because I know. I, I think I think players. Also, he's asking for players who can score two or three goals. So I mean, they're, they're few and far between. So I, I yeah, agree with Mane. I agree with term, Bale. I think, yeah, I think. I just I think, think striker wise, Vardy's one of the few ones that's not highly owned that could do that. Yeah, I'm with Josh. I would never ever bring in Vardy if I had Ian Acho. Exactly. Just captain Ian Acho. You, you could have both. Yeah, but uh, but then I lose Kane. Look how that recently. It wasn't good, was it? It was. It was. It was very much Ian Acho was getting the points. I think there was one game, which was the game against Sheffield United, when when it, when it worked well. You know, I just I just think he's just a provider at the moment, and 
at the moment. That's that's how it's working, and for that reason, I don't think he's. You know, I, I would, if he was going to chuck the captaincy on one of them, I'd chuck it on. Maybe, on, maybe on it links. Head. Maybe it links into Tom's question, and could be another one who could get two or three returns at a, lo- at a low ownership. Yeah, I just don't see it against Brighton. I see him getting a return, but not serious haul at home to Brighton. Yeah. These, they're a these, solid yeah. team. These are the tough players to predict. And I guess actually another thing would be Man City because you need these players to be low owned. So obviously they can't have done anything for a while. Hmm. So, so I guess a City player, if we can get a City team leak before the game. Is that possible? You guys keep saying that. Is that something that's like almost... I don't think, I don't think there's going to be any leaks of no, any work. they changed it, right? So they because changed it and it's been sold. There, there, be yeah, there will be leaks. They changed it for that reason, right? And the other yeah. thing is like... Okay, we'll have the full Leicester team, for example, before before kickoff yeah but we could predict that now pretty much <laughs> yeah i want like, city no, we're, Mad- looking for, we're looking Mad- for the city team the united team the chelsea team the arsenal team more or less right and and whether jota starts for liverpool and bruno starts for united which he won't i don't think but you know the leicester team we could pretty much predict now and i i, I think that you know we're, we're on game week 38 of the 37 game weeks how many good solid early leaks have we had there's it's actually like, do, you, do you know what i haven't even mentioned this but um Sa- i think it's sam lee from the athletics been leaking not leaking the whole lineup but he's been dropping hints on the lineup before the deadline and if i'd waited on my transfer we knew that Foden and amaras were playing about five minutes before the deadline so that there are leaks what, leaking out there. it on twitter or leaking it somewhere? um it was on the manchester evening news website well, you let me know, mate, because I'm not going to be yeah. trolling through those websites. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that five minutes nothing. before the deadlines. <laughs> this is how I entertain myself. To be honest, I... I, I, I <laughs> you just don't know make... where to look, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I think my plan would be uh, making my transfers, you know, Saturday night and uh, just having a relaxing Sunday and waiting for the games to start, really. Can't be, can't be dealing with all that sweating five minutes before the deadline. It's not worth it. I'll do, yeah. it. I'll do it for you. And then you can see how much you trust me. Uh, every time I tell Josh something, he's like, sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Murphy's Laws asked a question. Ship Jota out, but what, in your opinion, is the best triple up for Liverpool? Um, got to have three, right? Good luck, Josh, in your future en- endeavours. Happy that Rich is staying. Well, thank you, Murphy's Law. And what the, I think, I think we, we already this, yeah, we, yeah, we, we did already do this. We did already do this. You didn't tell us yours, though. My three? Mm-hmm. Um, I would go for. I saw some have good success. F, um, Jonathan, FPL differential this yeah, week. He, he, had, he had the three Liverpool defenders. He had and Robbo, Captain Trent, Trent and well, Phillips. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He got eight, eighty odd points. So shout out to Jonathan. Um, I think I think I'd go for. It's boring. I think I'll go for Trent, Mane, and Salah. I think it's hard to see past those past those three for this week. It's so dull. Yeah. Right? So con, con man's are. <laughs> oh. Conman, what's your best ever game week 38 punt? So I think for me it wasn't a punt, but I do I remember last season it was the happiest happiest moment of the season was having three Man City attackers against Norwich. Had Mares De Bruyne and I think it's Sterling <laughs> captain, and they destroyed Norwich. And it was all in that second half as well. Um, so I'd go for that, and I didn't go for David Silva, which was an extra extra little highlight. But I mean, Dave, do you remember any game week 38 punts? Um, I had my wild, my free hit at the end of of last season. Yeah, so did um, I. A lot of people I, messed that up. <laughs> yeah, well, remember Salah wasn't didn't play in the end, and, and a lot of people had that, like yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I brought in um a few decent players, but nothing like spectacular. 
Um, so yeah, it's always been a bit meh for me, unfortunately, at the end of the season. I did triple captain Mane, I think, at the end of the season before, and that went well. Against Huddersfield. Yeah, that was pretty good. But Salah like scored in the last minute and took a bonus point away from Mane. And, um, but it was still a great trip. It was my best triple captain to date. So yeah, that was all right. I think game week 38 is really hard to get right. I remember one, I once didn't finish in the top 5K because I did a hit. I got in Vardy and he was playing Chelsea and I I did it for no reason. I did it out of just sheer boredom. One season years ago, I said like an old man, but there was um, Tevez and Berbatov were going for the golden boot and um, and I brought them both. I didn't need to, but I brought them both in for a minus four just because I wanted to have them both competing for the golden boot. And that wasn't really worth it. It's funny. It's funny old game week, game week 38. It's, it's great fun, especially when they're all on at the same time. But I, I mean, I was free hit last last season, and it was great. I got I got a decent green arrow, and um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of memorable game week 38, I can't think of any way any. But I do remember Giroud um, scoring a hat trick for Arsenal. I think it was against Villa about three maybe four seasons ago that was probably the most notable one that i could think of mm. not i think the late riser captained him i'm sure yeah. he was mentioning yeah. that he, he, he loves he loves jury yeah <laughs> so that, that's the must, only one must be right. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of a lot of people love jury just oh, he is yeah. he is really really good looking to be fair to be fair yeah jury's, jury's top I'll, I'll give him that josh is always meant talking about that um, so we we got we got <laughs> plenty, we got plenty of good um good questions, but they're all pretty much similar. So about punts, um, I think we discussed a lot of them. So our final question is for you, Dave. So for the new co-host, so there's three questions for you. So the first one from FPL Ralph is: Have you ever tackled someone two-footed? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. No okay. Comment. It wasn't during a football game. <laughs> Was it in Canada or Scotland? Oh no, it's Scotland. Canada's not yeah, very course. violent at all. I didn't oh, fit in. I yeah, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very violent, but Scotland <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> so, and are you for, for or against VAR? Ah, oh, see, this is a thing. Um, I yeah, really we have, we have this debate in our little surfy WhatsApp group quite quite regularly. You know what? See, see the the dumb things that VAR does. Obviously, that anyone can see is wrong, but the egos come out in the refs. I feel like if the ref didn't have an ego, then VAR would be much better. I do have a problem when VAR tells us that they're offside by like a fraction, and I know that tech is not available to to give us the pixelated difference between um, one foot and another foot. So that stuff annoys me. But see when it's see when it's like clearly offside but we but we wouldn't have noticed and the flag didn't go up but then it comes back and it's offside i actually like that stuff i like when it's it wasn't very clear on first take but oh yeah no what we're looking at var and yeah no it is a red card like that that kind of stuff i really do like because i want the game to be as fair as possible but see as soon as you start putting human error into var then i hate it so it's kind of like and humans really suck <laughs> uh, yeah. especially this season they, they just suck and they were told to look at the tv more and they they don't because they're all fat idiots so yeah i i uh i like var when when it's me <laughs> when it's me sat at home but i don't like it when it's implemented the way it is just now no, I can imagine if you're actually in the stadium, like when we could go to stadiums like next season, etc. It's it, that would be so frustrating to not be not be in the know. Um, I don't know why they do that because it's probably the only sport that doesn't show it. 
It's really dumb. It's weird, isn't it? It's really weird. Yeah. There's a there's a good clip of some Chelsea fans uh, at the cup final, but I won't mention that because Josh is here. Um, <laughs> and the final question is, where do you think that I will finish next season? Uh, behind me, wherever. <laughs> where are there's you going to finish? Yeah, uh, I'll be number three, I think, in the world, probably a, a, about three or fourth uh, overall rank, and then you could be maybe eighth. <laughs> and we'll be the best and we'll be like the best ever podcast duo co-host rank of all time you know and no one will ever be able to take Dave, that away from us what's so funny about that is i remember last summer when when the iceman rang me and i agreed to do this with josh i was thinking oh wouldn't it be good if like me or josh like won fpl um, <laughs> <laughs> see i was saying it as a joke and you yeah. thought it seriously and that's where we're gonna differ I, my friend i, I quite like daydreaming so I, I remember exactly where i was walking i was walking around the park just that's thinking, really yeah, sad i could probably do this could pro- i just need to put my mind to it but see, kicking, the kicking the coke round, coke can around the <laughs> playground, <laughs> pretending to, to score a hat, you can get three bonus points. It was like the peak of lockdown, so yeah, I was probably going a bit crazy. But. It's actually something that I've 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 not only noticed, but I'm trying to to be mindful of going into this big endeavor. Like I've never been asked by a massive podcast to be anything, so this is this is huge for me, and I'm really really excited. But I noticed like FPL General started his Patreon, and and as that season he had the worst ever season. Is Edgarsdorf? Uh, is that I'm probably Jay. Jay. Yeah, Jay. It's easiest. <laughs> Just edit that to Jay. Sorry, Jay. Um, he did his Patreon thing or his uh, his teaching thing, and then he had the worst one ever. It feels like as if you start getting bigger in the community and you're doing bigger things and you have more responsibility, that that gets to you. And then this was the first time you ever had a Patreon, um, Rich, and this is what's happened with your season. I am fully aware of the negative effects that Patreon has on the people who have them. So I'm 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 gonna try my best to be humble about it. If I do have a really shit season, it's definitely coming. Or a really good season. Put a positive spin If on I it. have a good season, yeah. mate, I'm not going to be humble at all. You will never hear the end of it. <laughs> you will never hear the end of it. <laughs> it's probably the same if I was having a good season. Like There's people that feel sorry for me, but if I was having a good one, they probably wouldn't. Um, no, no. And you wouldn't care. That's the best part. No, that's true. That's true. And I would care. Um, but we got some feedback. Um, again, it's the Iceman. Uh, so I was gutted when you told me this. This is in response to Josh, by the way. So Josh posted, obviously, on Twitter that he was leaving. I was gutted when you told me this. You have been a perfect host to help carry the pod forward. Thank you for the fantastic job you have done. You will be missed by many, including me. There you go, Josh. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, just thank you for everyone for all the uh, kind um, comments and messages. And um, yeah, really, really means a lot. And um, I'm glad that it's been a good listen this season. Mikhail Tokram's algorithm. You can obviously access that at patreon.com forward slash transfer algorithm. There was actually something quite interesting this week. Obviously, there's a lot of um, lot of rumours about Harry, Harry Kane going to Manchester City. Um, so what Mikhail's done is he's actually gone back to the start of the season with his algorithm. And he, he basically worked out what Kane would be ranked as if he was at City instead of Spurs. So basically... This is all based on value, the algorithm. So at the start of the season, Ian Acho would actually be the top value striker. Then it would be Kane if he was at Man City, ahead of Kane if he was at Tottenham. So Mikel's worked out that he'd be 7.5% better at City than Tottenham. So that's quite interesting. It's all and based on current prices, right? As in it's like, all ba- yeah, so it's all based hence on why current Ian Acho's number one. Yeah, so I mean, basically, the best looking looking at the table he's done, the highest point scoring forward would be Kane at City ahead of Kane at Spurs. 
but Ian right. Acho, yeah, he's like the best best value. value. Yeah. yeah, it's all done on um, value of obviously. I Carl think Kane. Um, if Kane signs for City, obviously barring injury, which has always been a bit of an issue for Kane, I think he could easily hit thirty goals next season. Yeah, because even even just the increase in penalties would would help him. Um, but we're also partnered with Fantasy Football Hub and have been given the exclusive sign-up offer code. So if you go to fantasyfootballhub.co.uk, you can sign up for there for 15% off just using that offer code, surgery15. That's at fantasyfootballhub.co.uk. And we're partnered with FPL Doodles at FPL Doodles one on Twitter. And he does the artwork for the pod release to eat each and every week. So Traptons. Uh, that's our transfers and captains dave so do you want to do you want to go first i don't know what i'm going to do yet (laughs) to be honest with you i don't know if i'm going to take five hits and just go nuts or if i'm just going to play it safe and be happy with my rank um i might take one hit i'm kind of worried about wambasaka not playing and also um mares so that would be an issue because my bench is rotten um my captain if i don't go for salah is going to be something weird um maybe Mane, maybe um whoever i bring in um maybe bamford i don't know um but if it is going to be someone weird i'll let you guys know um yeah so yeah i'm still undecided yeah i think that's normal especially with game week 38 because you, you only have to think about one game so yeah mm-hmm. i'm i to be honest i'm pretty much the same as you mate i'm just i'm just sat here thinking i'm gonna wait till sunday i'm gonna see if there's any any kind of leaks um i have an easy route i could do dean to robertson for free i could do calvert lewin to bobby firmino for free but there's also all sorts of combinations I can do to get Mane in, etc. The thing is, I'll have to play Luca Dean if I don't do a defensive transfer. So I'm just going to wait to the last minute and see see what happens. I mean, obviously I think that makes like, sense. I yeah. think it's um, I think it, the, the the Dean Robertson move. Like I know, you know, doing a one transfer defender swap on the, the final game week of the season is not, you know what is viewed as the highest upside attacking move but I think it's for you the most sensible but transfer this, this was why I was looking at bringing Dallas in last week I know it paid off for me because Ailing outscored him because I knew this was going to come in game week 38 I knew I'm probably going to have to bring a defender in mm, so you'd be going into this week with Dallas and Ailing if you if you got Dallas I, yeah I, yeah no I would so it, it depends on weak links really my weak link in my team at the moment is having um having dean there because i've got eiling and trent who i'm happy with so it's just whether i move trent or one of the villa defenders to someone else um, the amount of people getting rid of dean is this is set up for a 2-0 everton i know, Everton. I know. i'd have no problem keeping dean like he has been consistent he has been good for me but as well he's, he's, def- he's definitely my weak link um so it just depends what i want to go down like i might end up like you dave i might end up doing five transfers and captaining yeah. someone ridiculous but i've just noticed that i can afford phillips to robertson so i'd have robertson manny and salah and then i would have enough money to do mares to fodden if he starts exact money but 6.1 is cheaper oh i see Foden's, yeah it's yeah. cheaper than mares yeah, yeah i could do that if he starts that'd be class that'd be amazing and then I would be happy with that minus four. And then Philip scores. <laughs> oh, I know, right? That's the thing. Going sideways transfers. I don't really do it. I would never do it normally. Uh, it's, it's a tough one. I mean, Robertson on paper. I mean, he's Scottish and he's better than better. Than, so. <laughs> Tim or Tierney. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm again. Um, what about yourself, Josh? What are you looking at? Is it similar to me and Dave then? I've got two transfers. So the obvious two players to get rid of are Bruno and Jota. 
Uh, obviously, waiting on news as to how Jota's injury is coming along, and if Jota's going to start, um, then you know, so I'll, de- I'll definitely keep hold of him. I think he's, you know, great fixture and really, really great to, to still have him. But I, I don't personally expect it. I think at best he'll be on the bench. So yeah, it's just taking those two out really, and then uh, um, looking at who who's the the best one week options to get for them really. I mean, Mane's in the in the in the picture. Uh, maybe a Leeds midfielder like Jack Harrison, or I go for more like two mid-price players uh, and, and, and go that route rather than a essentially a budget player and a premium. Uh, Captain-wise, I think for me it's it's the same as last week really. It's 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 do I go with Salah or Kane, and who do I think is going to score the most points and most importantly win the golden boot and I do obviously think Salah's fixture on paper he's at home is great uh, Kane's away Leicester have got their fans there they've, they've got more to play for obviously than Palace but yeah it's one of those where I, I just I always feel Kane's more reliable and his last game in a Tottenham shirt I think he could be um a better captain than a lot of people think. Yeah, he was the one we had papered down a few, a few weeks ago or put down on paper. But oh, I didn't even mention my captain, so I think I'm going to go Ian Acho, but I'm going to leave that till the last minute. Um, so do you want to quickly go through the, 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 the leagues? Because I think we've got a familiar face top again. <laughs> we do, yes. So the FPL Surgery Podcast League, uh, fifth place is Robert Uninger, fourth is Sean Dunlop, third is Owen Paris. Second is Vegard Nutson and first is Stefan. He is level, though, on points with Vegard Nutson, who is second. So, obviously, Stefan has used less transfers than Vegard. So, very, very uh, exciting battle for the last uh, last game week. And then Owen, just so uh, the listeners know, is uh, 11 points behind. So, he's still in the running. Uh, in third um, and then the Patreon League the FPL Surgery Patreon League uh, in fifth place is Matthew Greco fourth is Alex Ball third is Mikhail Van Harlem second is Mark Mansfield oh wow who, by the way is yeah. such an underrated FPL manager Mark uh, where's Ginger, he come from I didn't realise exactly. how high he was <laughs> Ginger, Ginger Assassin who was um, on the podcast <laughs> earlier uh, this season um, and you know, so he's he's currently just inside the top two k, and his uh, and his in his um, game week, uh, sorry, his uh, overall rank last season was one thousand seven hundred ninety nine. So he's going for two top two k, uh, sorry, yeah, two top two k finishes in back to back, which is pretty incredible these days with over eight million yeah, players. He wasn't even country. doing very well when he was on the pod with us, was he? Or wasn't he wasn't very happy with his rank. He's, he's very relaxed as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's you know, it's this uh yeah, great, great work, Mark. And then first is um, Robert Unger, um who who's been up there all season as well. I mean he's obviously fifth in the FPL surgery league and first in the Patreon League. So he's he's having a great season as well. So yeah, well done to everyone who's been listed there. You've all had an incredible season. Well done to honestly incredible stuff. I'm jealous. Now we're going to go through our differentials, but we're running out of time, so we just want one word answers. Um, so Dave, who's your differential for this week? Well, my different. No, I'm kidding. Tierney. <laughs> and Josh. Rodrigo. Oh, I really want to comment on that. Three. Um, that's me. Tielemans. <laughs> Three. That's me. 
three. That's me, <laughs> Tiedemans. Okay, so they're the differential picks, and we are running out of time. So please help support the podcast at patreon.com forward slash FPL Surgery. Please join the FPL Surgery Podcast League. The code is 439HW9, although I don't know why you're joining Game Week 38. Please find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, and Twitter at FPL Surgery. You can subscribe on iTunes and please rate the podcast five stars. Or you can email us, fplsurgerypodcast at gmail.com. So this is it. Uh, well, we've got another podcast on on Monday, Josh. Or we do, Sunday yes. Or but yeah. So Monday, we've got the um, finale pod after game week 30, obviously the following day on Monday evening. So that's going to be myself, Rich, uh, James, uh, Iceman. Um, and then we've got FPL Merch on as well again, uh, who's obviously been a sponsor of the pod this season, and FPL Doodles, who's done all our artwork. So, yeah, it should be good fun. Five of us on there. It's going to be a bit more uh, for you to deal with, Rich. Yeah, so, I'll be all right. I'll, it'd probably be I can relax more, so I kind of yeah. That. I think it's going to be great fun. We're just going to have a bit of a sort of a, a bit of a review of the season, but also chatting about lessons learned and uh, next season and anyone we fancy for that. And um, yeah, should be good fun. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to that. And Dave, it was nice to actually. It's out in public now. The the secrets unleashed. So yeah, I'll see you guys all next season. I'm really looking forward to. It. Such an honor. Thank you so much for picking me. Me too, me too. Honestly, I think one of the things, like, you were top of the list, and it's just the fact that it would be, honestly, it would be a pleasure speaking to you every week, like it has been a pleasure speaking to Josh every week. So I think that's a big part of it when you're, it's getting a bit too sappy now, so... (laughs) Congrats, Dave. It's going to be great. I'm really, really looking forward to listening in and obviously... Um, you know, guesting and stuff. It's 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 um it's, it's going to be great, great combo. You guys are going to form and um, yeah, look forward to it. And yeah. good luck to you for the future, by the way. Well done on the business and everything else. And I hope that everything goes smoothly and you smash it, become a millionaire, and become a the top Patreon or something. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, fifteen pound a month yeah. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> your, your your farewell your farewell message on on Twitter was pretty much just you're you're going to be working and making babies. So that's that yeah, sounds fun. Certainly yeah. being a responsible adult. You know. <laughs> <laughs> FPL Woo! always finds a way in there. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, roll on Sunday. We've still got another podcast. And Josh, you just got one more thing to say. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod. Up the pod.